Welcome to season five of Outstanding Women Leaders, Witty and Wise Conversations, episode one today. Super excited for who we're bringing on. I'm your host, if you don't remember, Katie L. Leeds, founder and chief owl at Outstanding Women Leaders Professional Coaching and Podcast, an organization dedicated to empowering women in leadership, relationships, and life. Owl is on a mission to host 100 million witty and wise conversations that inspire you, disrupt the way leaders think, and stir your soul into action. That inspiration begins with a set of rules to guide our conversation. No one gets to be right. No one gets to be wrong. Everybody gets to be vulnerable. And my favorite, everything is included. The dog barks that stay in the podcast. We do not edit here. This conversation is exactly what it needs to be in this moment in time. We've asked our guests to join us via video to allow us to create authentic connection. Eyes are the window to the soul. You will be seen here. You will be heard. There is space for you. When this conversation comes to a close, I will ask our guests three questions. If you've tuned in before, you know what they are. If you haven't, you don't want to miss them. But enough about me. Today, I'm excited to welcome Outstanding Women Leader, Ilani Lucero. A, apparently, I'm just an Instagram fangirl. I thought I knew her. <laughs> and the connections and synchronicities run deep. Season five is kicking off unexpectedly, again, with a 5-1 medium. Only this time, we're talking about the Akashic Records. Vilani was in a 15-year career in tech recruiting, but wanted to be more of service. Being in a male-dominated toxic environment, she tried moving into coaching, but still it wasn't for her. And she came across the Akashic Records and unearthed gifts that she always had. And she now works in this realm of co-creating with spirit to serve humanity. Truth and this new path, the gifts that she has, Lilani is an incredible uh, master Akashic Records practitioner and psychic medium. Welcome. Thank you, Katie. I'm so happy to be here. It really is. It's funny because it feels like we're just catching up. <laughs> You know, even though we don't really, we've never met before, but we knew each other, apparently. <laughs> mm, my soul felt that. <laughs> I thought Lilani was another Lilani and followed her on the Instagram. And she just happened to be a Lilani from CTI, but just not that one. Now I have to go to LinkedIn and see if I, I swear I'm connected to the other one. <laughs> and I didn't figure it out until halfway through the bonus episode, which if you don't turn into the bonus episode, you're missing out on the best 5-1 generator, wide open solar plexus, open throat conversation you've ever heard. But enough about me. Back to you, Leilani. I'm excited to talk me through uh, how you arrive at Akashic Records. You go back as far as you want, but you tell us your story. Yeah. Ooh, how far back do I want to go back? We're not going to go back incarnations, right? Because that's a little too far back. <laughs> but so I've, I've, like, I've been, I was speaking with you. I've always been intuitive. I, um, when I was in business, I related and equated that to being instinctual, <laughs> right? But <laughs> they're not the same, you know, they're, they're, they're reflections of each other, but they're not the same. And, um, I always, when I was younger would feel different energies and different beings, but it scared me and I didn't know how to speak to it. And I didn't know how to be with it. So I just kind of like put it in the back of my mind. Um, and throughout my life, there are things now that I'm like, Oh yeah, duh, that was your premonition telling you, like you knew exactly what was going to happen. You knew like even the details of how things would go down. 
but I've officially, officially been doing this work for almost three years now, like a, a couple months short of, of three years. Um, I, like you said, I left, I left corporate America. I left tech recruiting um, because it just wasn't enough for me. It wasn't enough for how I wanted to serve and be in purpose in this world. Um, I, I kept hitting walls against, you know, toxic masculinity and systems that just didn't serve. They felt so outdated. They felt so antiquated. They didn't serve and the people around me weren't inspired, you know? And so I wanted to be around people that were inspired. So I was like, who is the most inspiring in my life is me. I feel like I'm, I'm courageous and let's do the thing. So I went deep into this work and I started it, um, not exactly knowing, you know, how it would uh, like evolutionize into itself. And I find myself now really, really, um, I am inspired daily by the people I connect with. I'm inspired by what, by what comes through to, from spirit, the truth that I feel, the resonance in the space, even in how we as humanity are dealing with, like you said earlier, the psychosis, right? Of the chaos of what's going on um, currently in this world. So it's it's been a quite an interesting journey, um, but it was always one that was meant to unfold in this way. Hmm. And so for those of us that don't really know much about the Akashic Records, what does that mean? And can anyone access it? Do I have to be a medium? Are we all mediums? Yeah. And I'll, I'll give you, a, um, I'll also define what medium is, but essentially the Akashic records it's, so there's a universal Akashic records, which basically it's a compendium of any, every, anything and everything that's happened since creation, right? All things since creation. There's individual Akashic records. So you, me, my dog, we all have Akashic records and it holds our soul's truth. It holds our memories, our actions, our events, our potential outcomes, our actual real outcomes. It holds past incarnations. It holds our wounds from um, the womb or ancestral or whatever it may be, these different imprints. And it's all based on the foundation of love. And there are certain, um, there are certain like religious texts, some people may refer to it as the, the book of life, right? But it's everything that is, that's the Akashic Records. And it's, it's a beautiful way to access what is most special and unique and personal um, for you. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful medium to go deeper into your soul's truth. And what um, stepping into actualizing your potential, really, truly actualizing what you want deeper, more fulfilling, more whole than you ever imagined, going in and seeing what's actually truly available for you while also healing energetically these emotions, these imprints, these traumas um, that you've held that you might not even be aware of. You may not be aware of that you know, somewhere down the line of your father's, your, your ancestors from your father's side, you got this little pattern and here it is, it's been bequeathed to you, but we can heal that. So it's not just clarity and information and truth. It's healing. It's energetics. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's so, it's so amazing. And I'm, I'm so grateful every day to be in this work and mediumship is another 
gift that I hold and it's um, mediumship is interesting because all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. And so for my Akashic records readings and sessions with people, most of the time, like 99% of the time, someone's spirit guide or transition loved one may come through because I have the gift of mediumship. I can access that, connect with them, and they'll come through with extra messages or just like a little love note for them to to lean into or something to help them in their current phase of life, their current journey, something that they're they're struggling with. And so it's it's amazing because there is all of this. And because I also have that coaching, you know, there's what from there can be transpired with this information? What next? How do we move this forward because of all that you've been given because of this healing, because of this new clarity, this new um, understanding? Now what? So, right. So I can meld in the coaching with that as well. And what impact did the Akashic records have on you? What did you learn about yourself that you didn't know from the ancestors? Yeah, from the ancestors, there is so much healing. Um, it's interesting because I've I've spoken and had readings with psychics and of the like intuitive people ever since I was like 19. This has always been my jam, right? When so when I started doing this work, I had friends that were like, This is not surprising. You've always been spiritual. I was never outward about my spirituality. You know, I came from like a religious family. I'm not religious at all, but I'm very spiritual. I believe in higher powers and I pray and I commune. Um, And so through accessing my Akashic records and, and working with people, it is a bit harder for me to go in for myself because my monkey mind will get in the way, right? And try to attach itself to certain stories. Um, But there's so much that my ancestors have, shown me for my continued healing for not just me, but the, my family that are still here in this present life. And as we heal, we also heal our ancestors that have transitioned. So it's beautiful. They've shown me specific things and they've, um, and there are certain ancestors that actually also showed up and introduced themselves to me. I didn't know who they were or where they came from. And, um, it's, it's so nice to be presented and to meet, to meet, um, those that are on in different realms that are so that you're so deeply connected to, because you feel a a different layer of support. You feel so much more held and it does feel like, um, the sanctity of like spirit is just Uh, there's layers of being held, you know, it's not just like uh, people that are religious, they go to God, or they go to Jesus, and and then God, and it's like that, but so much more, (laughs) right? Like now we have access to people that we also may have had um, hard relationships with, right? So my father, he passed away, um, it'll be 20 years next January 1st that he passed away. So I was in my early twenties when this happened. Oh, I just gave away my age. Um, But so me and him had a really difficult relationship 
uh, meeting each other and connecting with each other and just wounds, you know, compounded. But after he passed and as the years went by, I've developed such a deep relationship with him in a way that I never would have been. And I started this before I started doing the Akashic Records. But now that I have this access point, I go even deeper and I'm able to connect with him and call on him and lean on him when I need his support and his energy for a particular thing. And it's, um, yeah, it's so beautiful because it's limitless. It's limitless and it's boundless and it never looks the way you would think it would look. (laughs) But yeah, it's pretty magical. And how long does it like take to learn how to access the Akashic Mm. records? Yeah. So I do think that um, everybody has access, but it's not always in your soul contract to go in, uh, go deeper, how deep you go, how much you can access. Like it's my belief is that um, with before each incarnation, we create our soul contract. What are the lessons that we're going to learn? Who are the types of people that we're going to meet? So clearly me and you had it in our contract that we were going to meet in this way. And Um, and so people have access and they can go in. There are some people that, um, might take more practice to quiet the noise around and inside them so that they can actually connect higher, right? Because it's based on the foundation of love. So it's the highest love light resonance, and you want to connect high into the highest level consciousness that you can be to tap into the records, Um, And sometimes people's ego gets in the way and um, things and distractions and noise. And so you really have to be able to like, let all of that go quiet and connect. Um, So for some people, it could be like that. For some people, it could be years of practice, you Mm -hmm. know, but we all get intuitive hits all the time. We all get downloads all the time. Some people may not refer to it as such and use that kind of language or terminology but those are those are our intuit those are intuitive hits telling us like that's the when that happens you're connected (laughs) you're connected and you're tapped in and you're in a place of receptive energetic flow and so that's why it comes to you so for my suggestion for those that are listening that want to go deeper in that is to, to pay attention to when those hits and those downloads come to you and find ways to be more in that open stillness. If you're feeling like happy and excited, like we've all had days, right? Where well, I go through every green light, I get the parking spot, I'm feeling good. I say hi to a friend, someone gets me like a free coffee, whatever that is, like things are just like going, you're an energetic flow. You're in a higher level of consciousness. That's when things are available and open for you. That's That's like an access point to go higher and deeper. Make sense? Mm-hmm. I had a question and I just lost it. I was trying, I think I was trying to connect to my higher self there. Ooh, ear ringing. <laughs> Do you have ear ringing? Yes. Is this a, yeah. What, what does it mean when it's the right ear versus the left ear? Help me out. <laughs> so, and this can also be not just ear ringing. So people that get like tingly in your feet or like mm-hmm. a little like weird, thing happening on your left shoulder. Um, spirit can come to us in many different ways. And, um, some people it comes to them in the same 
same kind of sequence. It could be ear ringing for you, but usually there's like something that they want you to pay attention to and listen to. So there's something available for you to tap into. And um, my suggestion is to ask, speak with your spirit guides, because unless you ask for assistance, unless you ask for help, they can't intervene. They're not just going to like, it only happens to me in coaching calls. I can't ask mm. spirit what's going on. You can. So we're actually very, very good at, you know, people can be talking and having a conversation, but be thinking about something completely different, right? But for for people that are in a higher conscious state, you can be very present while also be connected, Okay. So you can be present with your client and just still just in the back of your unconscious mind, ask spirit for like an, for opening. If there's something here more for you and you can, you can make it a blanket thing, you know, but like being specific of, you know, every night before you go to sleep, okay, spirit, show me in my dreams, give me messages for something that might be more helpful for me for my business or how, how to help me work through this relationship and help me to remember it so that when I wake up, it's still within my consciousness, right? So we can ask spirit things. Um, we can ask for assistance. We can ask for help. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it, and it does show in different ways. Sometimes it's signs, sometimes it's angel numbers, sometimes it's ear ringing. Um, and it also, in my experience, different beings like to utilize different things. Like for me now, ear ringing is more like galact higher galactic, um, star council, galactic, uh, cosmic guides that are speaking to me. Um, so it feels a little different. And the more people go deeper into their spiritual evolution, they can discern, you know, what that, what that feels like and what, who, and what is speaking to them. Mm, that discernment is what I'm after. Mm. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about like, what do clients come to you for? And then what does a session look like? Yeah. Um, clients come to me for many things that I have clients that come that know that they're working through, like, um, they're going through a really hard time emotionally. They feel really stuck and they want to heal those parts of themselves. They don't feel that way anymore. So they don't like make the same, what they call mistakes, right. Um, so that they don't feel like they're repeating these patterns, um, so they come to me and I can help clear that, but I can also help show you where it came from. It may not just be um, that memory you had when you were five years old and you felt like rejected by a parent, you know, because they weren't hearing you or listening to you or seeing you. It probably more than likely is tied to 40 lifetimes ago and this experience, and I can take you through a past life regression and we can heal what it ha had happened during that original event so that we now negate those patterns and those feelings and you don't have to uh, continue that cycle anymore, that pattern anymore. So people come to me for specific healing. People come to me for just like, hey, this relationship I'm in, should I continue it? You know, so they might just want clarity um, and like quick, fast, like give me the information so I can make the decision, <laughs> right? Or they may come because they want to connect to a loved one that has passed and they are looking for, um, for peace, right? For peace. And um, what happens is we as humans 
forget what it's like when you transition over, right? Like you forget what that feeling is. And so um, those that transition over, all of that is gone, right? But we as humans are still living that experience of um, discontentment or disconnection or uh, feeling like there hasn't been full closure because of maybe the way somebody has passed or something has ended. And so they might want information and and direct messages from that person um, to get that peace, to feel like they're okay, or they're safe, or they're, um, a lot of times people hold so much guilt, you know, because of circumstance, and uh, especially through, um, through death. And so they're looking for release in that way, and peace of mind, and know that, um, however they were, whatever was impacted didn't actually affect what now has transpired. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you also do past life regression. Are you familiar with Dolores Cannon? I think so. Her name sounds very familiar. Is she a psychic, like a renowned She's a, the past life regression and she's yeah. written like 30 books. A couple of them she's uncovered people that walked with Jesus. And so she's yeah. post, um, published like, some of those. It's like what we talked about where um, I just go in the foundation and intuition. I don't go deep into research. So when I started doing Akashic Records work, I didn't actually... I don't know what other practitioners are in the space doing this work. I don't know who like my quote unquote competition is or people that have been doing this for so long. She's, are- she's dead. So she's not your competition okay. anymore, yeah. <laughs> but she may be, she still has books out there, right? Well, you might want to talk to her. So what's interesting is that people talk about um, like her, her kids carry on her page and, yeah. um, and, and she has said like, if anyone wants to talk with me, well, you know, that you can always connect. Um, but she found it by accident. She was doing hypnotherapy sessions and found regression therapy. And like, I don't know if she was the pioneer of it. I sort of had that flavor. So it's mm. interesting because you skim the surface of things and I go in. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And this almost, this almost feels like the final frontier for me because I've had this interesting internal resistance to Akashic records. And every time I've dipped my toe into something of it, I've pulled back out. Um, and so it's interesting, the synchronicity of it coming. Cause I've read two of her books, um, yeah. that it wasn't, they weren't pushing me out. Uh, the regression past life regression was interesting to me. Um, I look at rewrite your story though. And sometimes I wonder if that is information I need to know. I really feel like all of this is always what we need to know. I learned so much from when I give uh, sessions to my clients because it's new information. I'm channeling information mm-hmm. through the different clear senses that I have. And I'm just being given things to these clients. So this is some, some of the times it's like entirely new information that I've never heard before. I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to put that in my bo- back pocket because that's like going to be helpful for me. You know, so I'm like experiencing uh, these sessions, um, even though I may be the one that seems to be facilitating it, I'm actually not. I'm a third party to hold the space so that people can feel safe, so that people can feel like um, safety is like the the first, you know, real 
um, measure to be able to open yourself up in this kind of vulnerable way and that they can feel that they're loved and held in this and seen in this because while we have access to spirit we don't always because it's an invisible force we may not feel that love and that safety so I'm just kind of this conduit <laughs> I'm just kind of doing this thing <laughs> I love that uh, I'm very excited that our energy is intertwined the way they did. I'm looking forward to future conversations with you. It's going to be great. Um, as we head into wrapping up our episode, I, I silly to me to ask this question, but I'm going to ask anyways, what's your superpower? <laughs> the superpower is that I am able to tap into people so that they can tap in and see themselves in the way in which the divine sees them in the way in which they're divinely held and love. That's their real purpose. All right. I'm going to borrow that now. I'm no longer doing <laughs> professional truth telling. Uh, no, I, it's, it's interesting to hear you say something around um, tapping into people so they can see themselves through me. Um, you have the 3457, my 34 goes to my 10. So I'm here to be self-empowered mm-hmm. and, and be naturally self-empowered. So it gives permission to others to do the same. So that really resonates. And when I started out on this quest of asking people what their superpower was, it was literally like in a bar, Hey, what's your superpower? You know, meeting random people and no one knows. It's an interesting question to ask people. But really what we are, the five one has so many superpowers and it, <laughs> and because we're at that top of the hexagram, like we're here to offer you the solution that you're looking for. When you find a five one, like we don't nurture leads, like people meet us when they're ready to have transformation. So mm-hmm. we're not out there doing the traditional, like, get to know me. Here's my free downloadable. Like, no, you'll do all your research if you want, but when you meet us, you will energetically know if it's right for you. The rest of the people out there on a personal destiny versus us, we're here to clean up karma. They're out there creating the karma. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For those, and maybe part of why I'm afraid of the Kashuk records is because I have the 18 in my life's work. Oh, it's my evolution. The 18 and the I Ching and the Gene Keys is to, you know, fix what your parent father has spoiled. <laughs> it's cleaning up. It's uh, literally it's um. so anyone that has a, well, for women, it'll be cleaning up their dad's uh, karma. And for men, it's cleaning up their mom's line of karma. So perhaps that's why I've avoided it. Cause there's a lot of shit in there. I don't know. Um, but the superpower uh, you've really nailed the essence of the superpower that the five one brings. Yeah. Thank you. It's when so um, nice to hear this reflected in this way. Yeah, this is so cool. Yeah, so Robin Wynn wrote a book uh, about essential oils. I had her on my podcast. And in there, she calls the Aligned aligned 5-1 profile has insights at the Akashic level record, record level. It literally says that in there. I'll send you the link to the blog I wrote, which is just literally the blurb from that book. Um, And so when I read that, I was like, well, I already have access to that. Then I don't need a training on the Akashic records. I just am it. But this makes so much sense because when I un- underwent training, the first practice session I had, it like just, I was there and I was like, this is what I was meant to do. I think that like literally the next 
meeting we had, I revamped my whole website. I did the whole thing. I'm like, this is it. Like, and I tested it. I tested it. Like every session I had was just as accurate and resonant and true. And people were just like, whoa. And I'm like, that's, okay. Yeah. That's how I Makes felt. About hum- that's how I felt about human design. And also I know like when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. And so clearly yeah. the student is ready over here. I had, to, I had to clean up some energetic work. Now I get to help you with human design, cleaning up some energetic work. I love all of this. I love it. My second question, what's your purpose? Mm. My purpose is to serve, but with joy and love in my heart. Like, and that means when I say that, I mean, to also love my life, love me, love who I am, love who I show up and to truly love and see other in a way without what we struggle with is, you know, judgment and attachment and all that stuff. So I'm still working through some of that stuff. Right. But to be like a pure, a pure, um, point of service. Yeah. And, and for me, right. And for me, there are still things that I'm, that I'm working through, but, oh man, through, through this time in the Kashuk records, I've learned to love myself in ways in which I always wanted and was aiming to. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel uh, about the design. And, you know, when I I can see your past direction in there and that has been activated in the planets this week. So this week has been a good time for you to look at fights that perhaps were worth it. Maybe fights for you that weren't worth it. You Do you see communication too this week? Communication has been very big this week for me. (laughs) Well, it's the gate of the fighter. And so um, like, this is why people set resolutions this week. Um, and this is why they fall off three weeks later. We're meant to be actually looking back a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I'll send you the rave new year. Um, if you can read a little, that one's a little bit easier to understand. Um, but in your past, I don't know what the other number is in your past here. What does it say? 58. Oh yeah. Your other past environment was joy. <laughs> so as I tell you, is that joy itself that you talk about is serving that's your past as well. Um, Makes I- sense. I miss that part of your age because between 38 to 52, you transition into your future environment. Um, But your past is this joy and you have only that hanging gate. I have the other half, which the other half is judgment. And so I'm, I have the access that energy. You're here to be a little bit wise about it, but without the other half, you can be missing sometime. Like the, the highest expression of judgment is integrity and perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Integrity is a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everywhere that you're open in your chart is a place that you become wise, but first you are an idiot there. That's sort of how the solar plexus works. <laughs> I love it. Mm. <laughs> so good. <laughs> my last question. This one's my favorite for you. What's next for Lilani? What's next? Oh my God, more of this, more beautiful conversations like this, more amazing people. Like I get to meet incredible people all over the world. Like this work is, I have clients all over the world. I have friends all over the world. I, that's just who I am. That's always how I've been. Like people used to refer to me as like an urban gypsy. I would just kind of move along where the energy and the resonance would take me. I'm sure you, re- you have some of that in yourself. We're meant to move I- every five to seven years. <laughs> yes, and I love that. And I do that. Literally, I do that. I was in New York 
Um, and then I moved to DC and it was like a literal seven year cycle, <laughs> like for real, it's like full seven years, seven years in Illinois, seven years in New Jersey, had, New York is on the other side. And then I'm in Knoxville year two. <laughs> and when, when, when Dan and I were looking at moving to Knoxville and like, just so you know, every seven years and, and he without hesitation said Lake Tahoe mm. and I've never even been there yet uh that feels very right for you katie what felt so water is what i keep seeing in my dream so it probably is um but what that really almost solidified for me because i'm divorced like he wanted to live in his hometown five ones we are gypsies because we need to meet strangers and change their lives Exactly, (laughs) and they change us so like if we meet someone with a personal destiny like we might be a highlight for them you know we might make that end of life real, but we're the ones ultimately that get transformed through the relationships, the left angles. I love that so much. I've always said that I was a citizen of the world. I was never meant to like be in one place, you know, my it's everywhere and for everything. And yeah, it's so beautiful. Well, what I'm going to have to invite you to then is to do some of the traveling with women in tech. Uh, We need to bring this to the women that are in tech. If they're going to survive it, they need these spiritual gifts. I know. I I wish I had access to this when I was in in tech because it would have changed so much. So yeah, um, if you want to go to Portugal, if you want to go to San Fran, that one's definitely easy for you. I've got a book a trip on the books in April. You can meet Marissa in person. I love all this. I would love that. It's love done. The synchronicity. And so it is. <laughs> so it is. Uh, this conversation is brought to you by Katie, who doesn't know the difference between Leilani from CTI and Leilani on the internet, uh, who also went to CTI. Uh, so I love the way that I work. Uh, where can people find you, connect with you? And if they're still listening, you also get the last word. Yes. Um, so a few things. I have a few current offerings. So if you are still unsure about doing a one-on-one session, I have a beautiful community group that I host every month. It's called Sacred Spaces. And um, there's an opportunity to meet incredible women that are um, through their own grief and their own transformation and their own change. They show up as they are. Um, and we build community together, but we're also given a transmission from spirit so we can cleanse, clear ourselves, ground ourselves and connect to the energy of the month and be told what the theme is for the month so that it can help take us and guide us in alignment um, and ground us. Because right now the collective is insane, right? There's a lot of chaos. So um, come to Sacred Spaces. I also do uh, each month on Zoom. These are all Zoom offerings. Um, Full moon, sacred transmission. So release during the full moon. It's really, really a great potent time to release. So you can come join that. Um, Find me on -on one-on-ones. I do have a special that Katie's going to share with all you beautiful listeners. Um, my sessions are typically 300 for an hour long, um, for your listeners only <laughs> here comes a little, um, what is it? The, the car use salesman for your listeners only, <laughs> but, um, there's an offer for $111 for a one hour session for new clients, um, of your listeners. So if you, I really strongly encourage you, especially in this new year cycle, to try a new experience and see what's available for you. Um, and if it's not with me, maybe it's with somebody else that resonates, but really, really like dive in see what's available. Find me on um, Instagram. I'm Leilani Lucero. 
hit me up on Leilani at LeilaniLucero.com or go to my website, LeilaniLucero.com.